0: So, hi Mariska, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Mind podcast. Um, we've been trying to get this chat in the diary on record for ages, but things happen at the right time. Can you just introduce yourself to our listeners, please? Yeah, well, first of all, thank you so
1: much for, for joining. Indeed, crazy times, crazy schedules. <laughs> I think all of, all of us, especially in the meetings and events industry, knows all about it. Um, my name is Mariska Kestlo and I'm the founder of uh, Word of Mice. and I created my company um, in 2016 where I wanted to work on influencer marketing. I'm passionate about storytelling. and I discovered that this was really missing in, in, uh, in the meetings and events industry and that actually the stories, the expertise that is within the meetings and events industry is, is no you can't find it. I mean you can't Google. put on google and say i'm looking for um, a destination who is only three star um, hotels and i'm looking for three different venues i want to do partner program and i want to have international connecting flights and i want to have a venues open for diversity and inclusion uh, for example like that i mean that is not something that you can find and therefore your network is really essential of peers and colleagues and and that expertise that is within, uh, within our community, within our industry is not shared. And that's something that I, that I actually do. So I connect the right expert, so we can use influencer or expert, but I connect the right expert with the right supplier in the meetings and events industry to share the story within the right target audience.
0: Yeah, I love that where you talked about, because I think, obviously, um, in the creative media spaces, um, influencer is used very regularly, isn't it? You know, if you're on Twitter and Instagram, you may well know what an influencer is. But within the context of the meeting events industry, you use that word expert, which I guess it makes it very relatable and understandable for most people to understand what we're really talking about here it's being able to find and identify experts who um people listen to people respect um -hmm. and who are able to influence i guess people's buying decisions and you're matching them with companies who are obviously trying to raise awareness about their business or their brand and get more customers ultimately i love that and you know i mean i i I'm, firm, I'm a firm believer in content, which I don't think all of the events industry creates enough of as part of their marketing mix, particularly on the B2B side. So talk to us a little bit, you know, because I guess I know for a lot of companies, their first question is where do we start with influencer marketing? So, for example, if you are a, um, I don't know, a hotel or, or a large venue, especially in this period of time where you're trying to reignite your business, Mm-hmm. get people to be comfortable and trust you enough to book with you Indeed. where could they start when it comes to using influencer marketing oh first of all I want, want to I think there are two I think that you have before
1: COVID-19 and after COVID and or during after COVID-19 I think a lot of people are now aware that they need they have been pushed to be more online to have a bigger online presence and I think um There you have people who understood that, or people who've already had an online presence, and I think that is the most important thing because people are a lot of people are interested to work with influencers, but are simply not ready for it because either they don't have someone for social media in in their team, it's always done at the side, and then it's only done when they have time and not done when they don't have time. So it is really, I would say, first of all, influencer marketing is a long-term strategic decision. So it's not something that you say, I'm going to start with um, tomorrow and we stop in two weeks time. Now it's partnering up with an expert who share their expertise, their input, and it's a combination of online and hopefully also again, offline events. So it's not just um, someone you ask to do a post um, there you could ask anyone. You are asking and approaching an expert for their expertise, for their quality of network, to get in touch, with people who might have an um, influence to choose your destination, venue or, or hotel. And I think that is the most important step that people need to realize. The most campaigns that we are working on now um, are for a year, one and a half year. And why is that very simple? We don't know what's going to happen. The influencer can, um, because they're experts, they won't do anything to harm their network also very important because a lot of people think yeah but what are you going to post they would never do something to harm to to, to harm their followers because they will damage their own reputation so yes it's a collaboration and exchange of expertise and, and and knowledge and i think if people understand that then and if they know where their audience of followers are um if they're more on um and which market do you want to focus on? I understand it's perhaps a lot of people say now we focus more on the neighboring countries um, because due to travel restrictions that is a most logical step because before if you would focus on the US before flight connections are open and before people have the trust again to travel and and to take the plane and to come towards your your destination that's a very long term um. I'm, I'm not an active person, but I think it's a very long-term um, market. So a lot of people are focusing more on the neighboring countries, and I think that it's a wise, um, a very wise decision. Um, so I think, first of all, it's all about the strategy. It's all about a good description of your target audience, a good description of what you want to get out of the campaign. It's not about leads. It's not about sales at this moment. It's just like you are working with your diversity and inclusion, it's about awareness it's about be remain top of mind showing that you're still out there even if you know that your network will not book your venue will not book your hotel in the next months even within the next year but just showing what you do for example that you're working on a 3D 60 photo or doing like redoing a podcast channel with with, yes. with your network with your peers or um doing a webinar doing online interview um, they're making a challenge or people also looking for fun stuff uh, the ice bucket challenge that we had where is the mice or bucket or mice challenge we can do so many stuff we are so creative and I really miss that creative we say that storytelling in a lot of venues and, and destinations and especially in this time where there's um, ability to say more open for solidarity you can reach out mm. now to to a lot of people who are all out of a job or um, high level speakers. Um, so you can really, it's not just only the influencer, but it's only about increasing the network of the influencer and, and engage people with, with, a wider, with a wider network. I mean, we have people in our industry who might have a large following, but the, the thought leaders, but they will not write a blog post, they will not do an interview but we can do an interview with them and they will share the outcome of the interview within their network. So it's, um, it's really creating, I say like, um, like oil on water, like it's spreading really, really, um, really slowly in a professional consistent uh, way. And of course, adapting to the current, current situation. Situation. And I think that's the, the most, important and the most underestimated part of influencer marketing a lot of people think they they just want to have an influencer because it's yeah and to have some nice pictures nice content but there's a lot of more possibilities and a lot of more options that people don't don't think of
0: yeah absolutely so there's a couple of things that you said there that i think could be quite interesting to pick up on so we, we, you mentioned there quite often about collaboration and essentially that's about working with other people to create content um, so and, and, and you also touched upon the fact that it needs to be, well, generally speaking, it does need to have a mutual benefit both for the influencer who will be sharing this content with their network, but also, of course, the, the brand or business who are seeking to use this as a strategy. What's your advice for businesses when they choose to approach an influencer? Um, and we'll get into talking about what. It, who and what exactly is an influencer but how can they ensure that, that that when they identify someone and approach them using your service for example that they are aware of how this could be mutually beneficial well first of all i think it's
1: a, uh, of course well you, you're happy to work with us but i think it's not rocket science everyone can set up a, an influencer marketing campaign it's just that first of all time is a very underestimated um an entire campaign because you need to do your research you need to do your desk research if i want to have you as an influencer i want to know who is in your network what kind of a content have you posted on which channels are you active and um, what kind of a followers um, do you have but not only look towards um, now and the past six months but perhaps two years ago you've done i mean um perhaps you put up naked photos i'm not saying on, yes on, <laughs> and, and you have been and you and and you had a real issue with your followers or whatever or you i mean so it's really inter- so to do your research and not only their following but check also on linkedin um what kind of working experience has this person um, is the work at the planner side or at the, at the supplier side what kind of a company is um does she know? Um, does she know our values? Does she know and um, where our company, where our company stands for? So, and that is a lot of, I would say, a, a lot of uh, research and, and development that you need to take time to find the right people. And as soon as you find the right people, it's easy to reach out because you have the same values. You have, um, and so a lot of people think, yeah, where do I find them? They're in your own network, and and you don't need to have ten thousand followers. It's about The quality. If you have only a thousand people, but you have interesting the people that I don't have in my network are interesting for me. Um, that is it. And so, an influencer. We're all influencers, even if you're not on social media. We'll all. If you go to the neighbours and said, "Hey, nice shirt you're wearing. I would like to have. I would like to. Oh, I bought it at the shop around the corner. So, um, influencer is really. I say. I have a hate love relationship with the word <laughs> because I say it because people understand what I do, but it doesn't cover um, the people who do the work because you also go to a dentist because of his expertise and you yes. also want to have an influencer and because he or she has, first of all, the expertise from the meetings and events industry, but also the expertise on social media. So
0: you need yeah. to have a person That'd who... Be a bit of both. Yeah. yeah, I love that. And, you know, and this is where you mentioned, or there's so many things you picked up there that I think are really important to highlight to people. Um, size of audience, for example, you know, um, is not the, the biggest factor that you take into account when you're choosing whether to collaborate with somebody on a campaign. It really is that engagement piece. I mean, I've seen some brilliant YouTube channels where the, the YouTuber talks about how to live in a caravan now that is extremely niche but they have millions of subscribers right but one thing that brands know when they work with uh, that particular youtuber if they're selling things that i guess are caravan adjacent <laughs> you know anything for that audience is that they're going to be in front of the right audience even though for most people they're not interested in living in a caravan but for enough of the right people they are i mean and so I've seen some, uh, it's funny actually because even I saw an Instagram account recently where, again, the content creator, she writes about cheese. All she does (laughs) is post pictures of cheese, but her following obviously is super specific. So cheese brands and adjacent brands want to work with her. And so you're so right about the size of the audience not necessarily being the most important. It is really the depth, I guess. Um, yes. and quality and consistency of the engagement that this particular influencer um, has.
1: Yeah, and I think that's also one of the advices that we'd like to give to people who are listening today because I know I'm seeing now, unfortunately, more and more people um, coming in my network. I've lost my job. I've, uh, I'm, I'm stopping. So for all those people who are listening, who've lost their jobs and, and have already, I would say, a certain amount of followers on LinkedIn, You could work as an influencer um, and don't think that you be the Instagrammable, um, the the fashion influencer of 25 years old. No, we need people with expertise. We need people like uh, all the people are joining. Um, And these campaigns and a lot of people think, and these are strategic long-term decisions. So, It would be interesting for people who don't have a job right now and have not much perspective on a job that you could work on a campaign where you get a fee for every month, not commission based and because we don't know what's going on, but where you get paid for the work that you do by creating content. and I think, and I hope to inspire a lot of people to, to take the time and to work on your personal brand and to choose, or perhaps you've already done a niche. Like you said, someone is yeah. working on the cheese or whatever. Yes. Um, um, if it's be on specific on incentives, it's specific, for example, only on the UK market, technology events or large conferences or talk about social distancing or diversity and inclusion, it doesn't matter. Um, yes. But as long as you have your niche, then it's also easy to, to reach out. And, and, um, and it's also for, for, for your potential clients easier to,
0: um, to find. Yeah. You, you've raised such an important point there. And that's one of the reasons why, for example, I mean, just this week, we're going to be going live on Facebook and talking about, you know, um, the event professionals who've really either created or doubled down on their personal brand throughout the COVID period. So that they're now in a position where they can leverage those personal brands either to get another job or they've now launched new businesses and that is essentially the same thing as influencer marketing I mean the way we've built EventMind is becoming influencers in the virtual and hybrid event space right so we review all of the technology we talk about the technology that's out there we share our findings we give our opinions we've become thought leaders in this space and that is essentially how we built EventMind as a business it was taking that influencer marketing approach except for the fact that we've kind of self-created um, ourselves as influencers mm-hmm. in this space. So I love that you really brought that out for event professionals, maybe right now who are at a crossroads or in limbo. They're not sure what the future holds for them. You're right. They can absolutely leverage. And I'm so also pleased that you mentioned LinkedIn because it's one of the platforms that is very underestimated in general. Indeed. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's very underestimated in general, but for us, LinkedIn is our main source of, of network and leads. A lot of great leads we get from LinkedIn. Um, we probably spend well, actually, we don't spend any time on any of the other social media platforms. Most people, I spend time as an individual, as a shanty on Twitter, but EventMind doesn't really spend time on any other platforms at the moment because LinkedIn has been very, very good to us. Um, and so I think you brought out a brilliant point for those who are struggling to think about what to do next. Now, look at this, post-COVID, it's almost created a new kind of industry within the events industry if you want to be an influencer, as you say, with a really interesting niche. Yeah, indeed. And I think LinkedIn is still the
1: the platform to go to and not only to share that you're looking for a job, but in the meantime, use this time. um, I can understand it's not always easy, but use this time. I mean, there's so many free... Um, and you don't even spend money. I mean, watch on YouTube how you can improve your, your profile. Um, follow other people who are professionals in LinkedIn. Follow those. Learn from their tips and tricks and hacks. And follow a growth hacker, for example, that I do, yeah. where you can learn some tips and tricks to, to, to see your profile uh, much, much, I would say, uh, much a top. Um, higher in ranking. So yes. there are many things that people can do now, even if you're saying, like, I'm not interested to work as an influencer, but I, but a lot of people want to remain in this, uh, in this fantastic business. And yes. even if you would work on a paid job, still continue to, if you say, I want to go back, even if it's not for the upcoming year or two years, but still keep working on content or sharing posts that yes. you are passionate about don't i would say don't give up i mean the influencers have started or everybody thinks that they become suddenly very popular no it's not um even influence marketing on, on a b2b level in our industry um it's still it's still not yeah. common. but i see now a huge interest um since especially after after COVID, people are especially destinations are changing the budget out strategy i would say they still somehow budgets available to create campaigns so there is still potential and a lot of cities and destinations want to have are so desperate to have those meetings and, and events coming back to the destination so some destination will push that and will provide extra budget for especially for 2021 and i'm sure of that so even if you don't have a job right now there's so much opportunity to to work on your personal brand and to Work potentially as a paid um, influencer, um, and even if that first campaign would be on a very low budget, but you need say you need, need yes. to go. So, and I think um, it's and for every campaign from my side, for every campaign we're looking for different people because everyone needs a different target audience. Yes. So therefore, are we are happy to welcome. I would say anyone from all around from all the globe i would say um if you are um yeah out of a job and you're interested to know
0: more i'm happy to happy to help you and uh yeah i would say reach brilliant out. no that's really fabulous and i think and look how the conversation has gone because you know it, as again we talked about it being mutually beneficial so it's not only the destinations and the venues who could benefit it's also individual event professionals who have a voice or want to create a voice that people are listening to essentially um that there's a mutual benefit to the industry as a whole for working in this manner and as I say that's always been talking of growth hacks everything that we do everything I've built as a business is about making that business the influencer and that has been incredibly incredibly rewarding for us so what I also wanted to ask you about as well is how do you see the influencer landscape in the in the kind of events setting, the mice setting changing post-COVID? We already know that now people are using the buzzword hybrid events. Um, that's the thing. Um, certainly in the UK from the 1st of October um, you know events can resume which obviously the industry is quite pleased about so... <laughs> I can only imagine yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so what do you how, what What predictions maybe do you have or trends can you see happening in the influencer marketing space for the events industry given it's so new what What do you think um, you know how do you think brands are going to use or lean into influencer marketing over over the next six months, um, well,
1: first of all, I think a general influencer marketing will grow, and it will become part of, especially from destinations, because hotels are sometimes yeah struggling with the budget. Or, but I hope in general for all the suppliers, it will part of their strategy at least from twenty twenty one, and if they're using it for, and also of course, hybrid events are perfect. You can do the perfectly the combination of online and offline. Where the influencer can create and support you helping that buzz because everyone goes hybrid so um in the beginning it was difficult to choose which event you wanted to attend because there are so many shows and so many events now you will have also the competition of okay do i attend offline or will i go attend online but there will be many many um, opportunities and um, where you have perhaps 10 choices on a day which event do I want to attend online um, or do I choose to work on, on my business or, or others? So therefore, it's interesting to partner up with an influencer, how you can stand out from the market with your, with your hybrid event and create a bus, for example, online and let the influencer attend the event in real life where they can see how how everything is working for example with the social distancing with everything with all the measurements around COVID 19 and create that that i would say that trust that people perhaps in the future will come to your event in uh, in real life so there is a lot of opportunities to combine with the influencer not only before not only during but of course also after to capture the content and to keep on sharing um the outcome but also share some slides um and and already announce of course perhaps the next event where you have a, say a complete outline of a good a good content strategy because for a lot of companies hybrid is new um and we i mean for some companies been already their expertise for years but not for the majority of us So therefore, it's interesting to partner up with an influencer to create the content for your event together and to and to attract the right audience um, um, and create the right buzz within your desired target
0: audience. Yeah, brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Mariska, because, um, as I said, I think this is such an important topic and it feeds into so many strategies and principles you know, that the events industry is so well poised to lean into, like content creation, for example, you know, like leveraging individuals that we already know, you know, over the COVID period, we've seen some fantastic individuals stay very visible, um, you know, and now when you think of certain topics like influencer marketing, I think of you, right? Because you've consistently talked about this, you've consistently, you know, shared content about influencer marketing over the last you know three four months and so i think that we're going to see hopefully more individuals who you know have the capacity and the talent in their particular niche um, and that's really important actually is people choosing niches that they mm-hmm. sit within um and i always say you need to have a lighthouse brand now it's not enough just to have a niche you've really got to be a shining beacon in terms of quality thought leadership so that you can leverage opportunities like this so that destinations and brands do identify you and approach you to work with them as well as you being able to have some collateral to approach them as well Um, you know so people like yourself have really shone you know, through um, this period of time, and I think it'll be really interesting to see over the next six months um, how the industry starts to leverage and really lean into influencer marketing. So, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> You're welcome. Our You're proposal. welcome. It was a
1: pleasure. To sh- it was a pleasure to share, I say, my um, my thoughts uh, and experience with you, and I really hope. That if we speak, if we speak again, um, that indeed the, the meetings and events in business is going, I would say, is is in the lift again. But um, yeah, if you have any questions with influencer marketing, but especially I would encourage the people who are um, out of a job or um, looking, yes. um, please contact me, and um, perhaps perhaps we can support each other. So um, that's just the only thing that I that I want to say. And. Uh, <laughs> Stay strong and keep up the faith, we will get
0: there. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Mariska. Thank you. See ya. Bye
1: bye.